Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 199 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Um, and I guess we'll just say that. Do you want to say what we're doing for episode 200 at the beginning of this podcast? Uh, well, I, I do want to mention uh, there's once again, there's not going to be a part three this week. Um, Correct. Yes. I, I just want to, you know, it's the summertime. We're busy. We've also both had changes to our social life where we're just busy because mm-hmm. of that. So, like, I do apologize for that, but we are making up for it next week with our 200th yes. episode. Uh, I came up with this idea months ago and I've been sitting on it for a while. We are going to rank the top 100 games of all time. Um, so there's not going to be like a part one, part two. We're just like, I don't know how long that's going to take. My guess is it's going to take a while. My guess is it's going to take too long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. It's going to get to a point where it's going to be like 67 and 68. And it's going to be like, who cares? I don't care which one is 67. I don't care which one's 68, but exactly it'll be great it'll, it'll it will be yes and it will be the definitive list everyone mm-hmm. in the world will have to go by what we decide yes, actually. yes. so very exciting <clears throat> uh so yeah that's we're not gonna have a part three again right. uh which is fine with me because we have a big fat news section which like <clears throat> you know a lot of it is stuff that would normally be reported as rumor but because of who reported it it is not a rumor uh, yeah. but we can, we can, we can get into it. Uh, the first thing that I saw when I was looking at the news was that Ubisoft canceled four games, uh, which is not great. Um, Ghost Recon Frontline. I don't even know what that was supposed to be. Obviously a Ghost Recon game, right? Um, Splinter Cell VR mm-hmm. and two unannounced games, uh, were canceled. And then uh, they also delayed that Avatar, the, the Blue People game. I always have to say that because it's not an Avatar The Last Airbender game, which would be way better. Uh, it was delayed to 2023 or 2024. Mm-hmm. They said they just are trying to make it better. And a smaller, quote, premium game uh, was delayed, which then I forgot to update this. Uh, there are rumors that two Assassin's Creed games are in development. One is like a smaller game, and it turns out that that is the smaller premium game they were talking about. Mm. Is one of the two Assassin's Creed games, and then the other one is like a bigger, more blown out, like get more content over time type of Assassin's Creed game. Which they had announced a year or two ago that they were going for more of just like this is going to be a platform, and then we'll like add on to it uh, with like expansions and stuff. So. Yeah, so uh, apparently we were apparently a secret Assassin's Creed game may have come out this year, but not anymore. So Hmm. I wonder what that was going to be. Uh, There was more info about it, but it was one of those things where it's like, ah, now that's so far away. Do I even want to like because it could change or like anything could happen to that at this point if it hasn't even been announced. So, right. I'm just kind of wondering if it was going to be more like like liberation or something like that. Did you see that recently? Liberations is like being pulled off of like every storefront. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's just like being lost to time. Like even the like HD remake version or whatever. I saw a lot of people talking about that. You didn't Um, look into why? I did not. No, no, I'm curious. That's, That's my bad. Um. And then, you know, that's the Ubisoft. That's not great for them. 
usually when you're a bigger studio and you got to cancel four projects, uh, that's not like super great. But I mean, I feel like they got a lot going on. Assassin's Creed is going to keep them afloat. I bet. I, I I don't think that's that uncommon. I think the uncommon thing for is for that to get reported. Now, I have a I have a big question for you, man. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they canceled these two unannounced games and not the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake? I was going to bring up Beyond Good and <laughs> Evil 2. Oh, shit. They have to put that out. They <laughs> promised. No. They partnered with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They got to bring that game out. You know? it, it, it's a, it, is that going to just be like uh, Skull and Bones? Uh, almost certainly. Where it yes. just comes out of nowhere and then it'll come out and just be like, ah, this is okay, I guess. Probably, yes. Um, but I still, it's like, you got some games you could cancel already, you know, but that, that's not what happened. So I don't know. We'll see what's going on with Ubisoft. Uh, but the, the two games that they did cancel were not like super mainline Ubisoft, like mainstays or whatever. It was like Splinter Cell VR. Like, why were they even making that in the first place? Hmm. I would so. I also, I guess while we're talking about Ubisoft, I did see them see it stated that they are like shutting down the servers to a bunch of their games as well. Oh, interesting. But it's all like their older games that like, why would they still be up and running? Yeah, it makes sense for that kind of stuff. People always give EA shit about doing that too, but it's like, man, the server cost to keep the five people playing this afloat is not worth it for the company. So like, I get it. Okay, I just want to mention, because you mentioned about Liberation. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a tweet uh, that I found, and it says Ubisoft is making a president on Steam as Assassin's Creed Liberation HD will not be accessible following September 1st, 2022. Even if you already bought it, a bar new low for consumers. Okay. So, wow. So, uh, that's weird. Did a non-Ubisoft studio develop that? I don't know. Because I don't know why. Like, if it's going to, like, go away for everyone, you would think that uh, that would be because of, like, a licensing deal. That's what I was wondering. But even then, like, I think you can still usually, like, download it. You just can't Yeah, usually it. if you purchased it, you can do that. Uh, They're, like, hiding this game. That's bizarre. It, like, won a writing award and stuff, too, I think. Uh, that interesting okay and there was an update uh from ubisoft a little later on uh current owners of those games will still be able to access play or re-download them okay uh but it seems like they're shutting down the online services for it which is part of like what i was mentioning earlier yeah but that's okay whatever that's that's wild okay yeah, that is a weird one. Um, so Ubisoft's got that stuff going on. Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum, mm-hmm. a game that I wasn't interested in playing, was delayed to uh, an unannounced date. Uh, to uh, It was said to work on just like uh, polishing, right? Uh, that is what they said, right. but usually then you delay it a couple months, not like, I don't know. Well, I thought, that, I thought what I read, it was just a couple months. They said that. But, like, usually then you put the date out there. I bet, like, delaying it... Because it was coming out, what, September? Yes, I believe that is the case. Do you think they're worried about, like, releasing it in December? And now they're just trying to find, like, a good date to release it? Yeah, maybe. I I couldn't really say, I guess. Because if you're going to miss the holiday, like, I don't even know when you do it. Like, I don't know. It's weird. 
so yeah, that was just a tiny one I had seen. And then uh, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg popping off this week. Uh, the first thing that he reported on was that, oh God, the Knights of the Old Republic remake is delayed indefinitely. EA continuing to use that uh, Star Wars uh uh so apparently two the two directors were abruptly fired this month mm. and then the entire staff was told that the project is on hold until they figure out what is next for the project uh which like you know not a great sign uh i don't know man i don't know man i would love a night sealed republic remake i was excited when they announced this but like i don't know it's a, it's the Star Wars curse. The curse of Star Wars has attacked Knights of the Old Republic now, and it's upsetting. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Maybe just shut down all of Star Wars for a while. Yeah, just years. get it out of here. Shut it down. It's over. Just take a break from Star Wars. Uh, yeah, like I, this. That's just a crazy one too, because it's not even just like, oh, we were making a Star Wars game. Like we were making a remake of one of the most popular Star Wars games of all time mm-hmm. that is like beloved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if more reporting will come out about this. Like, if there was just like creative problems behind the scenes stuff like that like you you don't just like abruptly fire two directors on your project you know what i mean like it doesn't just like unless unless it wasn't going well and like it was costing a lot of money yeah I i mean like typically corporations are motivated by one thing and that's money yeah or it could be you know misconduct i guess uh it could be, but I don't. I don't well. want to speculate on that. That's unfair to the people that were fired. No, yeah, but then I will. <laughs> now I will transition to another rumor. I'm going to go to the one at the bottom. Okay, and it it is one of those things where like people are blaming this on like EA, uh, where they're like, oh no, it's got to be an EA thing. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, Jeff Grubb reported that a AAA Black Panther game is in early development at EA, and it is being made by a new studio headed by two. Uh, people that used to work at monolith and they uh it's going to be an open world game where the player like you as a person become the new black panther and then you go out in the open world and do cool black panther shit okay um that's one of those things where i wonder if the success of jedi fallen order made them realize again that like oh we can actually put out like good triple a games and they will sell single player single player yeah like i wonder if i wonder if like they're trying to go back to that now like i I find that to be really interesting because it seems like a single player open world game is not the kind of thing that ea really has been doing at all but they're remaking dead space they are remaking Dead Space, and like that's what I'm saying. Like, is this? Are we entering a cool new era of EA where they have games that we give a shit about? <laughs> I, I'm just. Is that is that possible? I'm laughing because did you see the EA tweet from like two weeks ago? No, it was just like it was so cringy. It was just like she's a ten, but she only likes single player games. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, people were just like so upset with it and making all these comments mm-hmm. and stuff. But like, and then there, it's I don't, yeah, I don't know. Which I mean, like, I don't want to pin all of EA on whoever was running the Twitter that day. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, but still, it just, I don't know. EA's so hard to figure out because, like, you look at the PS3, Xbox 360 era, they produced some of my favorite games of all time. Uh, with like Dead Space and like Mass Effect and like the NHL EA games were really good back then. They they were just doing good stuff then. Uh, but then like they just they stopped trying during the PS4 era. <clears throat> oh yes, that is that is an understatement. I think like they just they gave up yes. like more so like it, it was just bad and it's one of those things where they basically just chased every new money-making opportunity as it started to happen but then would like get there weirdly late or come in like a little too quickly Mm -hmm. like with the battlefront to uh microtransaction stuff what and like battlefield was always like it seems like battlefield's always a mess yeah a battlefront one was just severely lacking content as you said battlefield 2 was just like massive fuck up uh I don't know. They've just been so so weird about everything lately. No, yeah, and then they were like definitely afraid to do like more single player big budget stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like the one time they tried it was a sequel to Mirror's Edge and it bombed fantastically and I was like, "Oh, they're never making another fucking single player game ever again." <laughs> like they're just they're not going to do it. Uh and so like it's interesting. Maybe maybe it was Respawn. Maybe it was Respawn coming under their wing to be like oh no i actually like it's it's like an arkham asylum situation to me it's one of those things where like oh if we make a good game people will buy it and like it like oh my god what but then it's also weird because you think a respawn in their very first game didn't have any single player content at all no and And yeah but then titanfall 2 did and 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 that's one of the best first person shooter campaigns of all time and then, like, it, Jedi Fallen Order sold a fuckload. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm trying to think of, like, any other, uh, you know, single-player games that they've released recently. I mean, they did the Mass Effect trilogy, which I'm guessing sold well. Yeah, oh, yeah, but I, that, I don't count that at all. That's yeah, like, that's just a, you know. That was just like, hey, let's, like, up this. Uh, Dragon Age has been... Well, actually, like all of Bioware during the PS4 era was a mess. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, yeah, EA had, maybe maybe they can just put that that era behind them and they can like start fresh and start producing some good games again. That'd be cool. Yeah, I would like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Knights of the Old Republic remake may not be one though. You know. Well, you still have that old game, and I'm sure there are plenty of mods to make it certainly playable today. So. Oh yeah, I would play it default today. <clears throat> still but i know two I, had I mean, some I issues but two did two was also not finished so well, that's what i mean it was like unfinished it had some but like i think like eventually like some mods can't like yeah it. mods fix it now and i think even the switch version that they just put out has those mods in it wow <laughs> which it was one of those cases where like the game had all that stuff on the yeah like the assets were there they just like weren't implemented and stuff so it's not like you know mm-hmm totally fucked like most unfinished content was or is today um and then man jason schreier i don't know how he gets this stuff this is like this never happens right like rockstar games are so they don't talk about anything 
and like the their stuff very rarely leaks ever mm-hmm. and so for jason schreier to write up a whole huge article about the culture changes at rockstar and have actual concrete details about what gta 6 is is insane to me like it just is insane and i the the most important stuff i think is that the studio culture is different than it was before at least that's what the people he interviewed who are both current and ex-employees of rockstar are saying uh like it used to be and all the stories were of like the ridiculous frat boy culture essentially and like the that stuff also came out and was 100% true because of the lawsuit thing that was going on where they was like the Leslie Benzies uh, lawsuit where they were like reading transcripts of shit they would say at the office and stuff like Jesus Christ. Um, and so like, it's not one of those things where they could just like pretend like that kind of shitty culture was going on. Like it was, you know, in court depositions and shit. Right. Um, and I just think it's cool. Like more producers uh, were hired on to avoid crunch. They did, were doing like schedule changes mm-hmm. so that employees were not getting uh, burned out. They converted most of the contractors they had working for them to full-time employees. Uh, they have like really good leave benefits and like that includes like mental health stuff. Uh, and like just in general, they are allowing the staff to be more flexible with their time and their schedule and they what he says in the article is basically like yes this is probably making gta 6 take longer but also it is just better for literally everyone involved now i'm trying to remember didn't one of the hauser brothers step away yes it is only one now i don't remember which one it was i do not either Uh, but i'm wondering if like that was also like a big like culture change I, I would guess so, yeah. But I mean, like, um, I, I, I don't really know how involved they were. Uh, they did a lot of the, like, lead writing stuff. Right. I'm pretty sure. But I'm, I'm wondering if they, like, if they were in the trenches with, like, a lot of the workers or if they were off doing their own thing type. Oh, I would bet they were just off doing their own thing. Making billions of dollars. Know. Um, and then the the details of GTA 6, it will be finally what people have asked for for a very long time. It will have a female protagonist, mm. um, but it'll be like in GTA 3, you would switch between Franklin, Michael and Trevor. Uh, five. This is five. Yeah, this you will switch between two people. It sounds like uh, a boy and a girl um, and the girl character is a Latina um and basically it's like a bonnie and clyde type situation where they're like robbing and plundering but they have like a decent relationship um it takes place in a fictionalized version of miami and it is said to have more uh way more interiors than previous rockstar games like if you think about like gta 5 and then even like red dead redemption 2 there's not a lot of like vast interiors uh, GTA 5 had a few like really large ones for the heists and stuff mm-hmm. uh, in the single player, uh, but there's still like most buildings you just can't go into. So I, I think that's pretty cool because then it I don't know, it like gives cities like that more depth. Like, obviously, it's like, oh, it's big. But when you can't access half the shit in it because it's just like closed doors, that's, you know, it's 
it's just weird. Right. Um, but there, it looks like they're trying to go more for that. Uh, and then they also said that they are going to expand it with other cities. Like, so they're just going to like add more cities to it. I, I assume over time, I assume they're talking about um, the GTA online. You would assume that, but I also don't know because they kind of made it seem like each new city would come with a new main character. But remember, like GTA Five, they talked about like single player DLC and all this stuff. And they, well, they did, but they canceled. That. Well, that's what I mean. They canceled all of that because they they just focused on GTA Online, and like they didn't really do any additional DLC for Red Dead either, right? Uh no. But also, Red Dead is too long to have DLC. I feel like. What do you mean? You just like can't. What do you? Where, where are you gonna put it? Oh right, because of the way you that gotta ends. like play fifty five hours in. Yeah, yeah. So that that one would just be weird, but also that game had too much content in it already. That's one of the few times where it's like, please don't release DLC. Thank you. Well, you wouldn't have played it anyway. No, uh, but they Rockstar had also been doing a lot of like standalone like hey you're just a different character well i i mean they could have done that just like like a 10 hour like short story of like someone else in that world i guess right yeah i mean the first red dead had undead nightmare right where you just like play the zombie story thing and that was cool but yeah i i wonder if it will just be the adding more parts to it in gta online or if it will actually be in the single player i both would be cool but i mean but like, I don't know. What do you, Why not do both? What do you do with GTA Online now? Do you just like... You just do it again. You, uh, but like, are people going to be okay with like starting over? I don't know. I'm wondering if you just like spin that off onto its own thing. Maybe. It, Maybe they do that. Yeah, I don't know. Just, just launch it as like a free-to-play, like, and this is GTA Online. Uh and then like they can just like add to it as a platform. I, I'm just trying to figure out like what do you like that just seems like a whole mess of a situation. But like if people are playing that regularly, like I don't think they're gonna want to start over. No, but I mean I it's also one of those things where like every online game when the next iteration comes out, the people are always upset, but then eventually it gets to where it was before and like it's gonna be a better game overall. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. It really depends what they add, right? Yeah. Like, if it's just GTA, but with better graphics in Miami, like, then the online, so, yeah, like, why do you care about that? But if they're going to add, like, cool new mechanics or, like, things to do in the world, maybe. But what I'm saying is, it's, like, spin GTA online off onto its own thing. And then, like, you can just, like, keep that old world and then, like, then you and then, like, throw on the new city and then you can bounce between the two cities. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just I, I don't have to make these decisions. I'm just kind of wondering, like, like options of what, what options they have. So, yeah. Um, and then it is set to be released in uh what what was it quarter some quarter of rockstar's fiscal year so right. it, it it fell in like late 2023 halfway through 2024 right yeah it was something i i would say like 2024 but it also seems like they're not fully committed to that date so it, it could be even later than that no and rockstar can do whatever the fuck they want right so like, they literally released one game last generation yeah like it does not it does not matter what they what they do but i you know, 2024, I would take it. 
I would take it. Here's what I would take. Huh. Don't go so big and like release more games. No. I'm sorry. You're right. No. I I mean just because of the way GTA is, I they should just keep doing what they're doing. Keep trucking. I'll take it however many however much time you want to take, whatever. I'm just saying like one game per generation, especially for fans of Rockstar, that kind of sucks. It does, but then they make more money than God, so it doesn't matter. Right. But they could make even more money if they release like two games in a generation. They could, but I, you know, I'm usually more on the side of the company making a good thing than making a lot of money. Well, they could. I'm just because they're making it huge and bigger doesn't necessarily mean it's better. I mean, I would say that Red Dead Redemption 2 is like a crazy video game that they. It is insane how much is in that game and like what you can do in that game. I don't know. Like I would rather just they like make cool stuff than just like make two GTAs in a generation or something. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just looking at it as like they could have they could have whittled down Red Dead Redemption 2 to like a 30 hour experience and it would have been just as good. Yeah, but then like what are you if they released another game, like what is it? Another GTA? It could be a bully. It could be something that they. Oh, they're never making another bully. It could happen. It could, but it's not gonna. That's what I'm saying. Like now, I think they basically have like shoehorned themselves into making like GTA, GTA, and Red Dead, and that's it. But, and that sucks. Well, I mean, like even if they released a GTA and a uh, Red Dead one per generation, like every four years they release one. Yeah, I think that would be okay, but like, where's table tennis? But like, but like, at the moment, we're looking at like one game every seven years. Yeah. So that—that's all I'm saying. Like, maybe. But also, to be fair, this one had a lot of corporate restructuring in the middle of it. But I mean, Red Dead took forever as well. Red Dead did take forever as well. Yes, which also could have been part of the, you know, everything being terrible for the employees. Yes. So well, I think it, that was the, the issue. Be, uh, it was terrible, and it was terrible for like seven years straight. <laughs> yeah, I just like everything that anyone ever said about working there, like after they left, was always negative. I feel like anyone who'd be like, oh, yeah, my time at Rockstar was terrible. Like it would it would happen a lot. Mm-hmm. So and it, it's uh, wild because I, I know England is a little different than Europe, but like you just think of like. Europe and usually they have like better workers rights than like here in the States. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just kind of crazy that like it's so bad over in England like that. But hey, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So that's just crazy. Yes. I can't believe that that information came out. It, it is. It's wild. Um, you know. But hey, I mean, hopefully, like it's true, and like there are some. It's just better working there altogether. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll get into some Sony news. Uh, Sony announced uh, a new iPhone, or yeah, like a new iPhone controller adapter called the the Backbone. Uh, the thing that I thought was most interesting is the analog sticks are like offset. They sure are. And I just feel like I, that's not the, the Sony way. It's not. I also like, I don't know. I, did there pictures of the back of this thing? I didn't look at the back, no. Okay, it looks okay to hold. Mm. Yeah, I mean. It still doesn't look like, the back still does not look like ergonomic enough for me to like. 
I'm sure it's fine because, like, at worst case scenario, it feels like holding a switch, which the switch is not quote unquote ergonomic. Oh, of course, the first comment on the PlayStation blog is why not Android? (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. Or, uh, you know what? Go go where the money is, I guess. So, like, if you know. And you know what? This guy is correct. One of the ones who responded and said too many Android variations. That would be why. Mm -hmm. Because they would have to make like fucking 80 different. I mean, they would all use USB-C now, but they. Oh, boy. Okay. You know. Let's not read the comments on the PlayStation blog anymore. Well, like, in theory, you could just have it, like, where it, like, collapses and pushes in, and then it's just, like, it's just, like, a holder. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to plug in, like, a USB, right? Uh, That is true. I just don't know if all Android... uh... Oh, I guess it could be Bluetooth. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it could could just do a Bluetooth. A Bluetooth... Uh, but like at, at a certain point, you just kind of ask the question, like, why? Uh, I mean, there's so many games come out on phones now. I know, so but like, like I, and like the big thing for them is they're doing it for like their streaming, I think. Yeah, the remote play. Uh, but like, once again, like that is the technology is not there for that. No, but I could play Digimon Survive that way. Yeah, that would be playable. Yes. Uh, but like, is so. that how you want to play it? No, it is not. What if you had like something kind of like a Vita? Mm. Mm. Something that like perhaps Valve made. Yes. Weird. I don't know that that'll ever happen. Okay. Actually, uh, they they just put out a thing that they like <laughs> somehow are like able to produce them faster than they thought were before, and like they moved up a bunch of people's pre-orders. Oh, nice. And they just like found the secret sauce, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> They stole all the chips from Sony. Oh, nice. Good. <laughs> Breaking. I, I, they I actually the code. They've been crushing Vitas mm-hmm. to, to make oh, it. Oh, okay. Now yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... Well, they're not even crushing it. They're, they're literally opening up the Vita and taking one part and just throwing the rest away. Yeah, exactly. It's a, yeah, it's disgusting. It's sad, it's disgusting. honestly. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, sadly in other news it seems like it seems like sony and microsoft are both struggling financially mm -hmm. uh microsoft like xbox they're big enough they can take that hit but like sony it seems like they're gonna have to start like stepping back a little bit if things kind of continue it seems like the big issue is people are just not buying games which i would counter that by saying sony really hasn't been releasing games either that is true because you really think about the ps5 and it's been out two years now coming up in november mm-hmm. and what's their big tentpole game that they've had ratchet and clank horizon returnal mm. i mean like god of war is going to come out and probably sell well yes uh but I, it seems like i mean they need another god of war very soon as well uh, which you have to imagine Insomniac has a Spider-Man in the works as well. Well, no, I like we know that, but I'm saying like, it, do you think that's coming out 2023? Uh, I would say no, but you know, I I don't know. You look at their release schedule; they're pretty good about releasing a new game every couple years. But now they also have like a couple games in development. Like, I don't know what's going but on. But they're always working on a couple. Eight hundred trillion. 
that's what I'm saying. Like it could come out mm -hmm. fucking tomorrow for all I know. Like, I just don't understand their release schedule. It's like machines over there. Well, they do have two different studios. One's in like North Carolina and one's out in California. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, it seems like Sony needs get like people are just not buying games and it's hurting Sony, but like Sony just hasn't really released much. No. Cause like Gran Turismo is never going to sell to like the grand you know, population. That's a that's got its core fan base, and I don't see a lot of people outside of that core fan base buying those games. Um, they had what a couple of the Bethesda, uh, you know, they they bought the rights for a year, but like when you look at their own content, they really haven't released much. And but you know what people are buying? Uh, Microtransactions in Destiny too. Mm, so now they're mm, going to get that money. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it seems like Destiny is doing well. Yeah, they do well. So, but yeah, it seems Sony has a ton of studios, and it seems like they desperately need them to start releasing some games. Which, hey, Matt, I don't know if you heard, but in September, mm -hmm. a little indie title called The Last of Us is coming out. Oh so. yeah, that's gonna that will probably sell better than it should. Oh, it one hundred percent. It will sell better than it should. Yeah, seventy dollars. Uh -huh. Fuck, uh, I can't. I still can't believe it. Like, I get it. Like, I get that. Like, hey, we're gonna put this out for seventy dollars, and people will buy it. But like, people shouldn't. Do you remember when they re-released it the first time? Was it sixty dollars? I don't. I don't know. But I also I remember thinking that was too soon. Too well. That was less than a year. That was less than a year. That's why it was like insane. This like at least is far enough away with seventy dollars, bro. Well, my issue is like it's already playable on the PS5. Exactly, and it is fine enough. Right. Uh, so like I understand like hey, the PS3 version is not playable on the PS4. Let's get a PS4 version out there. That that doesn't bother me so much, but like going forward you can still play that game. I don't know. I, I was thinking about this and I know we're getting off track completely. Do you think we've seen the last of Xboxes like generations? Uh, yeah, probably because like you really think about it. Like, like I don't see them going away from the backwards compatibility. They've already put that work in. So like I, their next console will probably be a half step or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. then they're not going to like come out with like a whole new generation. Like whatever they release next, everything prior to that will still be playable. So like, I I actually I don't know that that will technically always be true. I think it's going to be like iPhones, where like at a certain point, the oldest version of iPhone can no longer update to the newest version of iOS. You're right. I'm saying like the new consoles will still always be able to play like oh everything that all the other ones could 100 yes, yes, yes so that's what i mean by like we're kind of done with the generations and that's exactly what i was going to say is we're heading into what is basically the iphone territory yeah where like it's just like here's the platform and like everything you own you will be able to play it and like i thought they were gonna try to take that step last console generation because like they both made those half steps and it was one of those things that like to me seemed like oh yeah like then the next one is just the xbox well i think that's why they came out with like the the, the xbox series now they can yeah, just like is. come out with like whatever they want to call like each one 
Yeah. I mean, hell, it might be the the Xbox Series X2 or something, the 2X or whatever they... Gross. I, I don't know. I, I think starting with X kind of limits them going forward, uh, but whatever. Uh, so, But I agree. There's going to be a point where, like, my Series X will no longer be able to play the new stuff. But if I have, like, a new Xbox, I will be able to play all the way back. The interesting, interesting thing is, like, it's going to get so far in the future that I have to imagine at some point, like, they're going to stop putting disk drives in the consoles. Mm-hmm. So I really kind of wonder what they're going to do with that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to do anything in theory. Well, like, do you think they'll get to a point where it's just like, just stick this 360 like disc into the console, register it digitally, and then just throw the disc away? Mm, I uh, I don't know, because they really just because of the way licensing works, like companies really want you to have paid for that shit. Well, even if it's like a five dollar processing fee. Yeah, because like, yeah. think about it in like. I'm talking like 15, 20 years down the line. It are is like 2K going to care like Bioshock on 360 so much? Like they're going to be focusing on whatever they're releasing now. So like, like maybe they just just let people do that just because you know for whatever reason. Look, in 2060, we're going to be mm-hmm. fighting for food scraps in the apocalyptic desert. I, so, I'm happy uh, you're yeah. optimistic about that being the year 2060. <laughs> I mean, by then we'll be in our 70s and like, who fucking cares, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. No, but I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I honestly do not know. Because like, here, I'm thinking like Xbox, that's what we're going to see. But like Sony, we are absolutely going to see a PlayStation 5 or PlayStation. 5. Uh, oh, absolutely. If there's still alive. Yeah, especially after dumbass McGee over there was like, we believe in generation. Exactly. So like, yeah, they got to at least pretend for one more. But like even then, like I don't think they can go back. Like I think even the PlayStation Six is going to play PlayStation Four games. Oh, it fucking best. So like I think we're pretty much done with like traditional generations as we know it. Yeah. Except for Nintendo, Nintendo completely throws that completely out. They have. <laughs> I talked. I talked to my brother about this, and he's like, "What do you think Nintendo's next thing is going to be? Because like it should be soon. It, sh- it has to be the Switch too." And I was like, it has to be the Switch too. And he's like, you really think so? And I was, he's like, Nintendo always does some weird new bullshit. And I was like, they can't, they can't. No, they they combined their handheld and their mm-hmm. fucking their console. They already did it. You can't then undo that. You can't then split up all those development teams to handheld and console. Like, you can't do that. You already you open Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. It's too late. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what they're going to be able to. I, I, it has to be the Switch, too. It has to. Like, I. that's why I think they should just go the route the Xbox is going. Like, mm. just fucking make a Switch Pro. Oh, yeah. And like, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And just make incremental better switches. Well, it's like iPhone is what iPhone and then it's the iPhone S. And then it's what the iPhone two and two oh, the There's uh, yeah, but now there's like the XR. Oh, and the, okay. It, 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 there's fucking eight hundred. It's so insane. So maybe don't go that far. No, no. I yes, I think they should just. I I just think they should release a new one like every couple of years. I th- every four years. Sure. 
I think every four years is enough because if you don't want to do like that four, like then you have eight years. Like you buy something and then eight years later you buy another thing. And, yeah. and then like the crazy people can buy a new one every four years. That's me. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I think that's it. Because like with phones, it's a little different where people are buying those every two years. You cannot get people to buy a new console every two years. No. Uh, so. No. Um, so yeah, I, it's, it's an interesting thing. Yes. Uh, I, I, I think it would be a great shame to the video game industry if like Sony had to step out. Uh, I saw some Xbox fanboys on Twitter getting all excited and it's like competition's a good thing. It is. Uh, Xbox would not have come up with Xbox game pass if they weren't backed into a corner and during the Xbox One era, and having to figure out a way to stay competitive. I, I guarantee they wouldn't have done that if the Xbox One was hugely successful. They would have continued down their stretch of like focusing on the TV stuff, which was mm-hmm. bizarre and wacky. So like It is. Uh, now we can't even do that stuff anymore, which I think is insane. Yes, which I think is hilarious, that they were like, oh, this is not what people wanted. Yeah, but like the fact that they patched it out too, so that like it's not even accessible right. is like buck wild. Well, it's buck wild that like everything that they committed to that early on with the connect and the TV, like it all got taken out. It's literally all of it's gone. I, like yeah, they, they, just the huh. ultimate backpedal. Even remember the um, the pinning where you could have like multiple things going at once. Yeah, I bought my my Xbox like the Xbox One like three four years after launch. I couldn't even do it then. Like it was already out by then. It's too nice. <laughs> so yeah, they just boy, Don Matrick. He had some, he had an interesting vision. Uh, he sure did. I don't want to shit on Don Matrick, uh, but like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in any, in other news, uh, Mario Kart DLC. Yes. Finally, mm-hmm. we are set free from everyone posting on every Nintendo video that they post. When is the second wave of Mario Kart 8 DLC? The answer is fucking August 4th. Thank God. Uh, Also, there is one brand new track of these eight tracks, uh, and it's on this like ice cream road. Looks very cool. Uh, And then some of my favorite tracks that are coming in this are Calamari Desert from Mario Kart 64. uh, The one in the desert with the train, you may recall. Uh, and then Mushroom Gorge from the Wii version. That's also good. And my boy, Waluigi, Waluigi's Pinball coming back from the DS version. That's what that and TikTok Clock are fucking mm, chef's kiss. Uh, if they brought TikTok Clock back, I would die. No, what is TikTok Clock? It's from the DS version. It's just a good. See, I didn't play much of the DS version. It's just it's so good. It actually, you know what? Never mind. It's already in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Okay. That's how stupid I am. Mm. But uh, it, it's very, it's very, Waluigi's Pinball fucking rules. It's one of the best Mario Kart tracks, period. Oh, it's, an, it's, um, a, it's a track? Yes. Oh, is it all like purple? Uh, It's got a lot of purple, but there's a lot of neon lights okay. as well. Well, it's pinball. Uh, and then like, it's just the obstacles are like, it's a pinball machine, you know, and like the pinballs are coming at you and stuff. It's very, I, I always liked that track. I thought it was one of the more interesting new ones they added in the Mario Kart DS. I, it's also cool because like they're adding a lot of the courses themed on real places 
from the mobile game. So like the first set had the one, the Tokyo one, but this one has New York and something else. But they look, they're cool. Like, I just think it's interesting to be like, oh, what the fuck does Mario Kart think New York is like? Hmm. And the answer is New Donk City from Mario Odyssey. But still, it's just it's just weird to see. So, Speaking of like platform and what do they do? Mm-hmm. When they release Mario Kart 9, people are going to freak out. Because yeah, like me, I'm excited. I want that shit. No, I mean like in a bad way. Oh, they're, they're wrong to do so. I'm just saying because like people are gonna remember what like Mario Kart Eight like is now with all this content, and then Nine's gonna have like ninety percent of it just stripped away. Well, so so my thing is these tracks, other than one in this one that is a brand new track is all old tracks right right, from previous games and in the end i really am hoping they do us right and have every rainbow road in this game Mm. connect them all that'd be so sick um but the thing that i don't like about these dlc courses is they don't incorporate any of the stuff that made mario kart 8 unique like they don't really have any of the anti-gravity stuff. Mm. They they don't really have a lot of those systems in place. Whereas like the first set of DLC courses did and they were really cool. But that's also when they brought in like uh, Zelda and Animal Crossing and the F-Zero stuff and Excitebike. And like those are really cool tracks. I think every new track in Mario Kart 8 is incredible. And then the DLC is as well. So like it always is weird to me when people get like super butthurt that their old tracks aren't in it because I always think that playing the new tracks is more fun and interesting because like, then you see like, Oh, they made that for this game. Can I make it like, they're not, they're not like, they're not shoehorning it into this game. Yes. Sure. Yes. Uh, Nostalgia. Uh, No, I get it. And nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Mm -hmm. That's how they're getting people to do this. Um, But I'm just saying like, like, in this case, like, New is always going to be more interesting. Yeah, but also we're at the point where, like, they already are most of the way there. They have F-Zero tracks. They have Animal Crossing tracks and characters. They have Zelda tracks and characters. They have Excitebike tracks. Why not just make it Nintendo Kart? Yes. Like, why not do that? And then, like, then you get Kirby tracks. You get Punch-Out theme tracks. And they could do all kinds of wild shit. Like, why not? Why not do that? Xenoblade. Exactly. Like literally anything you can think of. A fucking WarioWare track that should be Buckwild. Another Waluigi. Exactly. And you could just Waluigi be those characters and stuff. And like that would people would always be like, eh, but that's not Mario Kart. And it's like, oh shut the fuck up. Like it's just a kart racer mm-hmm. that will have Mario it'll play like Mario Kart and it will have the production quality. I, I would argue that it's already Nintendo Kart. It, it now it is, yes, because like the Splatoon characters are mm-hmm. there as well. Like it's it's already there. It's just one of those things where with this DLC it feels like it's taking a step back from that. Mm. Because it's like, then it's it's just all Mario Kart things. You know what I mean? You know what would be cool? And I know it'd be a lot more work. If what? they, like, these new track or these old tracks, they, they release two versions. Like, the old version and then, like, the Mario Kart 8 version. That, that has, would be sick. That has, like, some of this, like, you know, the, the specific 8 mechanics built into, like, these tracks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I, as I said, I know that'd be more work. And, like, really, what's the point? Uh but yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. And like, I am, don't get me wrong, I'm very excited about this. Uh, And then the fact that there will still be 32 more tracks coming is insane thing to say. (laughs) I I think it's to a point where like, like joking aside, like Mario Kart 9 just should start with all this stuff and then just have new stuff added on. I just, I, I still like, I think back to when they said Mario Kart 8 DLC is coming 48 tracks and me doing a double take and being like, that's how many tracks are in the base game with the DLC already. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you literally just doubled the amount of races in this game like that. What? That's a lot of tracks. That's a lot that you, you literally doubled the game. So like, I don't fucking know. That's crazy. And it's cool that it's coming out. Uh, I woke up one morning to Nukio sent that to me and I was like, yes. That's that's soon. Yeah, very soon. Which, uh, speaking of August 4th, we have another update. Exactly. Uh, Vampire Survivors, which I'm going to just roll this into what we've been playing as well. Because mm-hmm. uh, the point nine update happened last week, and I played some of that. Uh, which they mm-hmm. added, like, uh, a new map, a couple new arcanas, and, like, a new challenge stage. But then they also announced on August 4th, that there's another patch. The next patch is coming, which is going to have a couple new achievements, a new arcana, and an incredible secret. Um, oh, incredible secrets. Secret, more than one. There's more than one secrets. Oh, extra and two new characters. So there's two new characters. So it seems like they're updating this regularly. And I wouldn't be surprised by like, if they keep this up by like sometime in September, like oh, 1.0 yeah. could be out. Um, And I watched the trailer for the, I, I don't know. I blanked on this one. We were talking about before the podcast. I watched the trailer of the previous patch. They also added like a boss rush mode, uh, but also evolutions for a couple of things that did not have evolutions. Yes. Like I think the, the floating Bible and the bone uh, the, had upgrades. The floating Bible had ones before. Is that the one that turned into the scythe? No, the scythe is uh, that the axes turn into the scythe. The Bible, the floating Bible just becomes like the spinning circle around you. That's just like it just fucks things up. Uh, It's one that I regularly go for. I also go for that. Um, Okay. yes, I remember this now. mm -hmm. Well, anyways, they showed a couple weapon evolutions that were new in that trailer. Uh, So Um, see. Uh, yeah, I, I as I said, I played it this week. I unlocked pretty much everything. At this point, the only thing I haven't unlocked are the four that it's like survived this map for 31 minutes. Oh, yeah. I don't like going for those because you have to go with like a specific build and things have to go a certain way. And I just don't think that's fun. Mm-hmm. I, I just kind of I think it's way more fun to just kind of like just wing it and just be like I don't know what I'm gonna have is like my six upgrades or whatever but like I'm just gonna wing it and see what happens uh, and I have a lot more fun with that so but I've unlocked everything else so I have like over 120 unlocks whoa yeah. you've done more than me and I've depending on how long you've played I may have played way longer than you I've probably played about 30 hours total okay we're similar then I keep in mind like towards the end like I would just focus and be like I'm only like my, this run is for this specific unlock uh, but as I said like the last four unlocks I just don't have fun doing those so I'm just not going to do those so. what the fuck I'm sorry I'm just looking at a list of the upgrades and there was one that I had definitely never seen before hmm. yeah I was just playing this earlier today and it just looks like a flamethrower. 
is it it's the shit the drill one the shadow pinion and when you get the wings oh yeah i didn't i didn't care for that because like it, that like follows behind you and i'm like i don't yeah I want, it does i want in front of me or around me not behind me i'm not so worried about behind me so i didn't care for that yeah. one as much yeah yeah uh, but yeah uh that's uh vampire survivors and with that i guess we should roll into what we've been playing mm-hmm. um uh kingdoms of all i'm just gonna kind of go through the, a couple of these quickly uh, kingdoms okay. of Omler, i i played a couple hours um it continues to be okay okay uh forza horizon i did everything uh, in the map, <laughs> I know, shocking, shocking. Shot, what? Uh, and then I was like, I still want to play more Forza. So then I went back into the main game, and then I started doing like three starring all of the time trials, and the drift zones, and like the the speed zones, and like I got that achievement for like getting like two hundred ninety four three stars on the PR events. Nice. I did t- it got to a point where I had to kind of Google and be like, okay, what's the fastest car in this game? Uh, what's the best car for drifting? What's the best car for drifting on dirt? Uh, so I had to kind of look some of that stuff up, but I was able to kind of like, I got all of that. So I got, I got yeah, all yeah, the yeah, PR yeah. events. So that was a lot of fun doing all of that. I would say altogether, it probably took me like eight to 10 hours for the, the Hot Wheels nice uh which to me isn't does not sound that bad when like the base game was what probably like 25 hours yeah something like that so when you have like a 20 dollar dlc for eight to, with eight to ten hours that seems like a fair you know like you know quality content i like con- that that's a fair amount of uh, content for you know what you're paying for so i i'm very happy with that and i look forward to whatever the next expansion is going to be on the hot wheels um i started lego star wars why did you do this i've been wanting to play a star or lego game i guess it's just not very good it's fine it's fine it's fine it's just i i don't know the more i think about it and it's still why i haven't beaten it yet is because like i it's just more like the levels are so lame yeah they're all just like walking a straight line, basically. And like the game is like it, like it's impossible to get lost. It, it, I saw. I was reading a thread about how people hundred percented this, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" No, you did not. Why? How did you even find all the stuff? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like you know, like the bait. Like if you just like the base game, if you just go like the every five feet, it's telling you the direction you're supposed to go exactly um, it is like i wanted to turn that off i was like can we just turn this off so like i can at least like like immerse myself a little bit more but no like you can't turn that off sadly yeah it's just one of those things where like i do think the open world areas are cool but if there were gonna make those and sacrifice the like gameplay part like i don't know it's weird because it's like they added all these cool mechanics like you can like juggle and like do cool combos and stuff but like there's fucking no reason when you're just running in a straight line bodying droids every like i don't know well there's like cover mechanics and like you're going yeah like it has all kinds of like wild shit in it, <laughs> and it's just like why yeah i yeah. mean like it's cool and i'm glad it has that but it's just one of those things where it's like it's like they designed a different game and then 
got to the part where they had to make the levels and were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. And so what what ones have you played so far? This is one thing I wanted to ask you, because like I started the the basically the movie release. So I started with episode five. Okay. see, I did not. I started with episode one and episodes one, two and three are way worse than all the other ones. Okay. I I I. The reason why I wanted to ask you is because I looked at the trophy list and it seems like episode one is the most like finished to me means that's the one that started like the most because yeah, you can pick episode one, five or seven, uh, one, four or seven or one, four. Yeah. One, four or seven. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, one, four or seven, which I started with four, uh, seven is the lowest among like completed of like those three yeah yeah which would make sense that would be bizarre to start with seven yeah uh where i understand like i could see some people picking one because they're, they want to go through the chronology of one through nine but then i could also see people starting with four because that's the way the movies were released yeah so i started with one and i i ended up doing all of one two and three and i'm like at the very end of four mm. uh like i'm at the they're on the death star and like the you know that's the end of that movie so like i am curious did you find that with episode three did the mechanics change at all no because like this was weird like four and five were basically the same but then six had like a little bit more going on and it was a little more involved and i was like oh because like six like you would have to play through four and five like, I guess it makes sense yeah. that one would have, like, the most, like, it, like you could just see the mechanics shifting a little bit, and they added a little bit more to it. No, yeah, not really. Uh, it's fine. Like, I haven't watched Star Wars in such a long time, so it's kind of like scratching that Star Wars itch as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, that happened in Star Wars, and oh, yeah, that <laughs> happened in Star Wars. Because that's probably been the last time I sat down and watched all of them. Do you remember when we did that with Nukio? I do. That was a very long time. That was the last time I watched Star Wars. Well, since episode nine came out, Star Wars is. uh... Well, that's the other thing. I haven't. I saw seven and I did not like it. So I haven't even seen eight and nine. I'm one of the only people on Earth who likes eight. Mm -hmm. And uh, nine is uh, just. uh, (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything positive about nine. No, it like, ugh, I don't fucking know, dude. And it's one of those things where like, I'm still glad they're like putting out the TV shows. I watched the season one of the Mandalorian and I'm sure I would like season two. Uh, and like that show? new uh, Andor is coming out and that looks cool. The Obi-Wan show, apparently pretty good. The Boba Fett show people seem to hate until like the last episode or something. Like, I'm glad they're making that stuff. I just like, I don't know. I'm Star Wars out. I, I think after episode nine, I was just like, you know, maybe it's time for me to tap out if this isn't a video game. I, and that's how I kind of am with Marvel. Uh, I see. I felt that way until I saw the Black Panther 2 trailer and I was like, fuck, Ryan Coogler is such a good director. See, I haven't even seen the new Spider-Man. Oh, God, it's so good. I'm sure I would like it. I just don't have that one. I don't count, though. Like everybody's talking about me. No, no, it's just like it doesn't feel like it is in their new weird plot line. 
Oh, like it feels like it's weird, like still sort of in the Infinity Gauntlet saga. Oh, okay. Well, to me at least, because it's just like all these characters. It's I, I, it's also separate because it whatever. I I love that movie, but like whereas all the other ones, like Shang Chi, I thought was a cool movie, but like it doesn't seem like they're trying to do a lot off that. I haven't watched any of the shows. Doctor Strange, I also felt like eh, whatever. I read the reviews of Thor and had several people talk to me about it. And I'm like, that's not for me. Uh, and so like, yes, Black Panther two, I will go see it looks sick. I Ryan Coogler is a great director, but then other than that, like I'll probably see blade when it comes out, but I'm just not like super invested anymore. I don't think because they have no direction. Yes. Like I was, I can't, I, I can't get into this again. Cause I, I had this whole long conversation with one of my friends over the weekend about it, but it's just like, they're trying to set up like four different plot lines, like overarching plots, and none of them seem interesting or worthwhile. Yeah, and you never watched Immortals, right? Uh, I did not know the Eternals. Yeah. Or Eternals, yeah, I, I did, and I think that might have killed it for me. <laughs> I have. Uh, well, I mean, that one was that is the worst Marvel movie. No, I know. I just like I don't now. I just like have no interest in watching any of them. Yeah. I, I'm thinking at some point, probably in a couple of years, I might like start getting that itch. But like right now, I just haven't had any interest in watching anything. Right no, now. yeah, and like I, I felt that way after watching Doctor Strange too. Like it wasn't a bad movie; right. it was just one of those things where I was like, "Where? Like this is not going anywhere." I, I, it had all that build up and so much excitement with Infinity War and that all of that. Like in some ways, I just it, it for me it feels like it ended then. So. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that was uh, that's my thoughts on Lego Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of Lego Marvel games yeah, as well. Yeah, all right. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Lego games in general. And that's true. And if you've played one, you've played them all. I'm not trying to shit on, you know, Traveler Trail Tales games, but like, come on now. Hey, I'm just going to say some Lego games are way better than others. Probably. Lego Batman 2. So good. The original Lego Star Wars is pretty good from what I hear. The original Lego Star Wars is very good as well, yes. Uh, and lastly, I've been playing Triangle Strategy. Uh, Triangular Strategy. Uh, now, Manny, I have completely 180'd here. Oh, no. And I'm enjoying myself with this game now. Okay, good. Uh, if you remember, I was complaining about how slow it was moving, and it was just like, mm-hmm. it was not interesting. Uh, now, I'm going to set this up, and I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to let you guess. Okay. okay. So the entire like first three hours, it's all about like these nations and or technically their kingdoms and like and then like inside those kingdoms, there are like smaller houses and everything. And you've got like houses like working out trade agreements and like the game's talking about this piece and this piece and like there's all this piece and now there's this tree trade agreement. Uh, and then guess what happens with like the trade agreement and the, the peace and stuff? Uh, well, I would guess that the trade agreement gets broken and then they go to war. Uh, there's a war. Yeah. Uh, that's when the game finally starts getting interesting for me. Um, and then like the house you're controlling, it, like it, it, in a lot of ways, it feels like uh, like Game of Thrones with like, oh, oh, see, this is I hate this now. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't do it because it's just like I it is like what happened to Star Wars in the uh, episode one era. Like I just and I get it that like some people want that like weird political angle to it. It's why I can't watch Gundam anymore Mm. is because I just like, I, I can't do it because usually I'm trying to play like a, 
a game to like take my mind off of like real life or whatever it just makes it feel like too real to me for some reason uh, when like you have just like this house like it's just particularly like hey this house has like clear motivations and they're trying to screw over this house and like i I don't know if it feels necessarily real to me well but no but then there's like there's so many fucking characters and it's all about trade agreements and like the it it was at the beginning but it's kind of it's moved past this now and like it, like they ha- they've done a good job of like establishing these houses like these various houses and they all have like their clear motivations and then like people inside the houses of uh, like there's this one guy like Sorsley. I have to commend them. I have not hated a video game character as much as I hate Sorsley. It's been years since I hated someone as bad as I hate this character. Yo, fuck this character. He's an asshole. He's a, he's like a slaver and he like killed some people. He's a bad person. Fuck Sorsley. And like, I, I, I have to commend them for like making a character that I just feel so strongly about. It's negative, but like, I feel strongly about a character like that. And I, I think that's just well, like it's well-written. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say I do think the um, uh, oh God, it's not I can't think of the, the correct term but like the translation team yeah localization. the localization team like they're pulling out words that I've just like never even heard of before and I'm just like this is not how normal people talk well yeah because they're they're old timey like one of them was like calcitrant And I was like, what? Like, I'm able to kind of figure out, like, based on, like, the context of, like, the convert, like, what's happening in the conversation. But it's just, like, these words that, like, nobody uses. And it really kind of makes me wonder if it's just, like, a Japanese person who, like, did the translation. Oh, absolutely not. You you don't think, you think it's, like, you think it's some, like, person who, uh, is wanting to show off how much like how how knowledgeable they are of the english language so they're well no i bet that it's just like that's the way that if i was writing someone who is like the characters that i have seen in triangle strategy that is how they would talk maybe but like as i said they're using words that like no one uses yes but like it is a different time and it is like a different place i wrote down a couple words as i said i remember one of them was calcitrant and i was just like that that i looked that up just now and that seems weird but well and and there's a lot of those like every single play session i have like one of those words where i'm like this is just a weird word um like uh, incontrovertible that would make i mean if i heard the context that would make sense and just like as I said, like every it seems like every like play session I sit down and like I'm just like that's a weird. In- but like incontrovertible is a word that I would imagine someone sitting around a table having a political argument in like medieval times to say uh, maybe. Uh, and I and like that is very possible that they are going for like that old timey. It's just it's just a weird thing that as I said, like it just comes off as someone who, you know, is not getting a chance to, like, show off all the knowledge they have, like, the knowledge of yeah, yeah. which they have. So they're just, like, they're showing off a little bit and just, like, sprinkling in words every once in a while. Because, like, most of the time it's normal, and then just, like, every once in a while you're like, that's a weird, interesting word that I've just never heard anyone use before. Huh. Weird. Yes. Uh, but uh, those are the games that I've been playing this week. 
Uh, yeah, because okay. I played a little Vampire Survivors, and we mentioned that. So, uh, Manny, what have you been playing? Uh, I played Stray. I finished it today. Okay. It took me five hours total, um, and then I deleted it off of my hard drive because it was one of those things where I was like, oh, that was a fun, okay time, and now time to free the space. Mm. Uh, it was, it was, it was interesting. I ended up feeling like I thought I would, where it's just like, it's okay. Yeah. Um, it didn't like do any like super crazy stuff. Um, they introduced a couple of mechanics. Uh, one, they introduced partway through where you can hurt the little bad guys. I can't remember what the fuck they're called. The name starts with a Z and I want to say the Zerg, but that's from Starcraft. I think they're like Zoids or something. That's also, that's an anime. Um, but they, I don't know. You you can just kill them with this weird ultraviolet light uh, for a little bit. And then like the thing you have that does that just gets broken. So then you just can't do that anymore. Uh, and then they introduce stealth, which let's just say I never enjoy stealth sequences in non-stealth games. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah. And... It's not as bad. I was the way people were describing it. I was expecting it to be terrible, mm. but it's not like if you get caught, you fail. You can just run like okay. crazy. And then it's like, okay, they start to shoot at you. And if you get hit once, you have to retry. But the checkpointing is generally pretty generous. And uh, really, it's not that hard to not get hit because you can just like turn a corner or like the AI is so stupid. Like you can watch you jump into a box and then it'll be like, what? Um, there are these little robots that follow you around or whatever. Um, and then the plot is, uh, maybe a little topical. Okay. For, for our modern time. I won't say, I won't say what happened, but there is a, you know, you find out why there are no more humans. You find out why the robots are the way they are. And like some of the stuff that happened, uh, yeah, but overall, the whole plot is like you are trying to get out of this domed city, more or less, because in the beginning you were outside and you fell into this domed city as the cat. And you're just trying to get back to your cat friends. Um, yeah, so now now going back, I, I would say that maybe $30 is a little steep for this product. Uh. I still I'm not upset that I paid that and I'm glad that I played this game. I did still enjoy it. Like, I think the cat part is cute and novel. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's one of those weird things where I saw someone ask, like, do you think this game would have been anywhere near as popular if it was not a cat? And I don't know the answer to that. Because I think it would have been more interesting if it was just like a little robot like you are a little robot but there's something of people really like cats and yeah. like there's something about it doing cat based things and the meowing that you know that does it for some people but that just like as i said before that was not like my main draw i just like the weird neon lights under city aesthetic uh and it delivers on that so uh, can i <clears throat> This is a little unrelated, but it's okay. It's it's animal related. Uh-huh. Uh you talking about stray reminded me of something this week that I discovered. Yeah. Have you heard of the Insta Instagram? It, there's also a YouTube channel. Uh Chunk the Hound Groundhog. 
No. Uh, you may want to look into that at some point in your life. Uh, okay. It's just it's just a groundhog, and he just like he's like eating different vegetables. <laughs> like, now, see, I do. I walk with Scott most Saturdays, and there's so many groundhogs where we walk. Mm-hmm. They rule, man. I just 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 like watch like one of like uh, I'll send you a video, and it's just like a four minute video. Okay. of chunk just like just eating vegetables and like all of a sudden you're like man chunk is like my new best friend now so. what if what if there was a game about a groundhog i, I don't know if i want that because like i think chunk is all i need in my life to be honest all right look i'm just saying i didn't have to be a cat i think that's what sold a lot of people oh absolutely that's that's you know that's not why i ended up being there um so yeah i beat stray and then i have digimon survive and I have Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and I was like, I should try to play one of these before the podcast, but I found out that the first hour and a half of Digimon Survive is mostly vid- the visual novel part, and I was like, do I want to just only be able to talk about what the text boxes look like? And then Xenoblade, I probably would have not even done combat in that amount of time. So I was like, ah, whatever, I'll just go to Taco Bell. And then I went to Taco Bell. So. A- did you play Ultimate Chicken Horse? I did. So this is this is where we're this is where we're at now. We're going to talk about Ultimate Chicken Horse. So I played a lot of Ultimate Chicken Horse <laughs> the other day, Matt. So my girlfriend's son is six years old. Okay, and that that's kind of young, and he mostly plays like Minecraft and Fortnite, right? And mm-hmm. the, recently, I had played Halo with my girlfriend because she wanted to relive the glory days of playing halo when she was younger uh and then i I watched him play a little bit of the halo campaign but he like wants to play games with me like he wants to do stuff and so months and months ago i tried to like i we looked through my like playstation downloadable library because he has a playstation 4 can i make a question yeah sure overcooked overcooked is possible i might get really frustrated but i mean just play like even just do like three player that is we could do that but anyways, before he saw Star Wall and was like, I want to play that. Okay. And he was so into it, like, even though he was getting absolutely demolished by the CPU or whatever, like, okay. he just, it controls really weird and a lot of neon color that he was way into it. And so he kept asking me to bring my PlayStation controller so he could play Star Wall again. Okay. And I was like, I don't really want to play Star Wall again. So I just brought my laptop and... I downloaded a bunch of like multiplayer games. And so the thing is, he does not like to lose. He's a kid. Right. So he wants to do team based things. Mm. And I was like, well, we could do things where we go against each other. If they are fun enough, he will forget that he is getting dumpstered. So we, I chose ultimate chicken horse and it turned out to be a big hit. Okay. So I have most of the things unlocked in ultimate chicken horse. Now (laughs) I have like, There were like, I know that we in our course of playing it for extra life and stuff, we may have used like three separate people's saves or whatever. Right. So like I had never seen the monkey or the rabbit with tank treads. Uh, I think there's still a couple more for me to unlock, but there's a bunch of weird ones. And now I'm like getting to these higher end stages. Like I think we have 12 out of 18 stages or something. There's an underground jungle ruins. Where like, you know how when you get coins, uh, they'll give you extra points? 
there is a coin that is always in the underground jungle ruins that is like the shape of a sun and if you pick it up then like an indiana jones style boulder trap activates (laughs) and will like kill everyone uh there is one that is underneath a pier and you just have to start running immediately because a tidal wave comes and if you get caught in it you will die i've seen i saw giant bomb play that one i do so that one is fun and you can like get on this surfboard and go through there there's we i unlocked one that is in a volcano Mm. uh with like you know obviously you get in the lava you die um and it, the lava blasts up these platforms to different heights and stuff so they're getting wild uh and there's somehow like four or five more five six more maybe that i i still need to unlock it's getting weird now though because sometimes like the unlock question mark doesn't appear for a couple rounds mm. Uh, and then when it does, it's like, oh, you unlocked like some cosmetics for this specific animal. And I'm like, man, fuck that. I don't want that. I want a new stage or a new animal. I have an elephant as well. The elephant's pretty cool. Um, and so my main reason for doing that was one to talk about, uh, the sick new levels that I had unlocked. Cause we're in the, maybe no one before has even seen these ultimate chicken horse levels because who the fuck is playing ultimate chicken horse this much uh but i wanted to let you know that i made a six-year-old cry in ultimate chicken horse (laughs) so he eventually you know we're just going through we're playing and he most of the time is having fun and would be like usually he would just be like he would put the coins down and be like okay manny don't get the coins and like i'll get the coins okay and I was like, okay, whatever, because then he would usually accidentally die, and then I would just get to the goal normally and win anyways. Right. Uh, but then what he started doing was, you know the teleporters where you have to get, like, the two of it? Yes. He would put one at the beginning and one at the end. Okay. And he would just run right into it at the beginning and win, right? Right. And I would usually, you know, I would either just follow him or I would just try to go through the level normally to actually engage myself at all. Um. I feel like this makes me a huge asshole. So at one time he just, I grabbed the door before he saw it. Right. And it is in a stage where there is water. And if you get in the water, you die. Okay. Like if you fall in the water. So I put it at a point in the water where you could not see it anymore. Okay. And he then gets a portal uh, and puts it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I knew he would. And he's so excited. And he starts the stage and he's like, it's activated. Why is it activated? And I was like, I don't know, man. You should go in it and find out. <laughs> and he he runs into it all excited and obviously dies. Uh-huh. And like doesn't realize what's happening. And he does it like four more times, <laughs> still not realizing it. And he just keeps killing himself. And then he just is like you put it underwater and just starts crying and i could not stop laughing matt and i was like i know this makes me an asshole but it was so funny and it was so worth it uh and surprisingly he got over it pretty quick after the crying and then we kept playing for another like hour and a half but that's the thing about kids is you can make them cry with that kind of stuff and they'll be fine I just was like, I thought it was so funny. And Jumbo sent me a Steam message while it was happening. Mm. And so then I messaged him. And you know Jumbo loved that shit. (laughs) Because that's something he would do to somebody. And so he was just like, oh, that's too good. Keep doing it. (laughs) Um, And then, like, I, you know, at a certain point, it's just like, oh, man. He would be like, you you can't use the the portal when I make it. Mm. 
and then if I did, he would like get upset, and I was like, "All right, we should play something else." That's why it's uh, like Overcooked too, because it like starts. It's on game. It's on Game Pass PC. Mm-hmm. You just download it, and like it starts out like it's at least cooperative, so you won't have that issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, I, th- I think that's worth a try at least. Um, we did play a little bit of Gang Beasts, and uh, that's just funny. Uh, I, I told you I made my cousin cry when we played uh, Mario Party. So I'm right. Yeah. Mine was on Christmas, so it might be worse. So it might be worse. So he has Mario Party for the Switch. OK. And he like keeps wanting me to play. And we all know that I'm like, you know, maybe next time, bud. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like I may make him cry when we play Mario Party. Well, like Mario Party made can make him cry. Mario Party could make me cry. Yes, yes. Oh. So it's for everyone. But yeah, Ultimate Chicken Horse, uh, that's what I, yeah. So now the I- double-edged sword. I unlocked a lot of stuff, but I also made a six-year-old cry, and I only felt a little bad about it. Also, I assume you're kind of getting sick of Ultimate Chicken Horse. Oh my god, yes, man. Mm-hmm. I did get a lot of achievements, though. Sweet. A lot of Ultimate Chicken Horse achievements. But yeah, no, those later stages are fun. They're They're hard, but they're really fun. So I'm curious what the rest of them are like, because like they're already wild enough that I'm I'm curious to see. And I, yeah, I'm try- I I wish I could think of the other characters. The monkey is the one that like it seems like it has more animation than the rest of them. So I'm wondering if it was like added more recently. Hmm. It just like looks really good. And the yeah, the elephant and the bunny with tank treads. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like like other like more kid friendly games that like. I mean, I ha- I have a bunch. Uh, like, there's a bunch. Like, obviously, I have a bunch of like those local co op boom games. But like, I'm not gonna fucking play Samurai Gun with the kid because right. it's you know. I mean, it's not not the violence. Just like, there's no way he's gonna you know feel good about me annihilating him in that just go with like something like marvel and just have him play willy and just <laughs> yeah <laughs> repeat the ben birthday situation exactly you know, uh, might handle it better than ben he might that is that is possible um no yeah so like i've just been doing stuff i i think we're gonna play mario kart because i mean you can do teams and mario kart I, I was mainly just like looking for stuff that I would enjoy playing that we could be on teams. So that way, like he doesn't get bummed out when he doesn't win or whatever, even though sometimes you got to lose, Matt. I, I think like life. I think like we I I think we should just like try to emphasize, like stop worrying about winning so much, because like I was like that as a kid as well. Like I ruined game nights because like, oh, me too, because I did. I didn't. I wasn't winning. And, it, and looking back, it's just like, who cares? so this is now i'm just gonna tell this story this is a so in when we play board games or card games he will be a stickler for the rules until he is losing and then he will try to cheat Mm -hmm. okay and he's a kid so it's whatever so me and Mackenzie, my girlfriend we got him cheaters edition monopoly okay and it's basically monopoly but you're supposed to cheat as much as humanly possible okay like there is no banker, you have to pass the bank to each new person. You just steal money, basically. If you get caught, you you have to give it back, or like you have to have all the properties next to the actual property on the board, so you can just take properties if no one is paying attention. Hmm. Um, and then if you go to jail, you have to wear these handcuffs. Like there's a there's a plastic handcuff. <laughs> uh. And so like one of the there's a bunch of cheat things also that are like on the board that if you like cheat and get away with it, you'll get an extra bonus. So like one of them is like get out of jail, like to unhook the handcuff without anyone noticing or whatever. Hmm. 
And this kid became the most honest kid on earth when we're playing Cheaters Monopoly. We, it was me, my girlfriend, her cousin, and her son, and we're cheating our asses off. We're just like taking hundreds, like stealing properties, and he's just playing regular Monopoly. Hmm. And so we had to start encouraging him to cheat, which feels wrong. But it was just like, what? What do you now? You're not going to cheat at this game. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like just some so many are good because you know how like in Monopoly, like you'll go past someone's turn and they didn't ask you to pay rent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you're just you're trying to do that as much as possible hmm. or like lie and say that the rent is higher than it actually is and see if they'll pay you. Hmm. It just, uh, it's it's really fun, um, especially if we if we had four people who were just like adults that were just like cheating constantly, it would be very fun. Um, it, it would definitely because like I feel like at a certain point it, it just gets monotonous. Like oh yeah, really? I think that could be a fun way to shake it up at least. Oh, it is it. It was just so stupid. It's just like trying to sneak taking $500 bills out of the bank without anyone seeing it. It's just so stupid. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's my life. All right. Well, yeah. Cheater Monopoly Cheaters Edition. I'll see if I can, like, come up with some more ideas. I, I- yeah, I, I have I have a bond. Like, I mean, I could realistically we could just like play nintendo games uh, he has never played super smash brothers uh, that's a tough one too oh he would like it though not with you no not with me but me and him against a cpu i don't know man yeah because like i don't enjoy playing against you well no i would if it was a 1v1 yes. i mean that's, that's <laughs> different that would be that would be awful <laughs> then i would be an asshole i would uh, yeah <laughs> Did you watch that would be like if we played 1v1 basketball or something and he just like goes to shoot and I just like smash it to the ground. I what I'm imagining did you ever watch Scrubs? Yes. Remember when Turk and uh his wife like do the arm wrestling? Yeah. And then like he obviously like just destroys her and then just like he just like starts like flexing is like, do you see what you what happens when you mess that would be you to hit a kid? <laughs> yes, basically, yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh man but yeah i just i don't know i was like looking for other fun games to play also ones that like won't make me bored right so like that's where it was like oh i like ultimate chicken horse but now that we've played it five hours not literally five i think we played for like two hours or something but like you know several days in a row of an hour session of ultimate chicken horse it wears on you Nope. After a certain point, I, I get that. So, and then like I was looking through my games, and I used, I was like, I guess crawl is multiplayer. But <laughs> mm. I was like, I don't think so. Oh, I don't even know if you would like that. I don't either. Like that's just what like this, and some of the stuff. It's like I had also like we played like some side scrolling beat 'em ups, like the Scott Pilgrim game and uh, Streets of Rage, and like he enjoyed those and stuff. But it, yeah, I don't know. It's just me trying to figure it out because like k- kids are weird now. They're just like, can we play Minecraft? And I'm like, what? No. Uh, mount your friends. Mount your friends. Yeah, that's a special one. We you can turn off the banana hammocks. I think. Oh, that's less fun. Although like, uh, that is less fun, but I don't know that I want him to ask me about it. But it, like seriously, if you could put like you, your girlfriend, like his face on him, 
Yeah. He might actually that, like that would be really so he he might think that's really funny, so Yeah. Awesome. So I mean we'll see. I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep exploring this. Mm-hmm. Uh because yeah, I who would have thought I would play this much Ultimate Chicken? You know what? I, I remember listening to a podcast and uh one of the guys he played Diablo with his sons. Whoa. Uh like because like it's like you just kinda like like especially like Diablo three. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like hold down a button. And so like that, that's another option as well. That is, that is another option. Uh, Cause you've never played three. So it could be like a new game. No, for you yeah. And like, and you could put it on like an easier difficulty or something and just kind of go through it that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know how involved like he wants to get. Cause like, uh, cause I'm just trying to think like I played uh, the uh, tiny Tina that was a that, that's a split screen game that you could play together as well. That is, yeah. So. I don't know. I'll figure out more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it for us here. Next week, I will have played Digimon Survive. Some Digimon Survive. Oh, and you're not a decent amount of Oh, that's true. So it doesn't matter. Two weeks, you guys best fucking prepare. Have you filled out that list at all? Uh, I haven't added anything to it yet. I was going to today. Okay. Uh, there is my, uh, so uh, for listeners at home, basically what we're doing is we're just like building a list now, uh, right before the podcast. And then we'll read the 200 games or whatever, how many games it's going to be. We'll, we'll read all of the games and then we'll just kind of like trim the, trim it down and then we'll order it. So, uh, cause like if we're just like nominating games, like, the, and then having to type it in, that's going to add so much more time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I already, I think that we're looking at probably like three to four hour podcasts. So, mm-hmm. cause it like realistically, if we spend what, like 10 seconds per game, <laughs> that's still a lot of time. So yes, it is. I, I have no idea how long it's going to take. It's going to, it's going to be stupid. And I, I that's going to be stupid. I'm so excited for how stupid it's going to be. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, get ready for that next week. As always, our theme song is sting operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Last week, we did not have the theme song. I was right. I had forgotten to grab the files or whatever, but this week grand return. I do want to spoil something next week. Yeah. Uh, Sunset overdrive. It's gonna end up like top five. You watch. Okay. It's bold. not. It's, I'm never. Gonna... That's a bold. That's a bold claim. I think. <laughs> I, but we'll I, see. I'm gonna try. Maybe Sunset Overdrive too. I don't even know if I. I truly believe it's a top five game, but I, I might have to try. Okay. See, I don't need a hundred. Is so many it's fucking fair. games. Like I don't even know at a certain point. Like what's my sixty fifth favorite game? I don't fucking know. We'll rank them. We'll rank that later. Well, we'll rank them late, but I'm just saying we'll have to figure it out. Yes, yes, we will. Or we could just do my hundred and call it. You know. Oh yeah, perfect, mm-hmm. perfect, perfect. Yeah. So then we can get Sunset Overdrive in the top five. That is true. We could. Uh, but we'll find out next week how that that all works out. Um, yeah. See you guys. Excellent. Oh wait, no. Sting Operation is by Anamanaguchi. Yes. Excellent chiptune band. Holy shit! I don't know what I'm doing here. We got distracted. Uh, Catch us next time for the 200 episode 200 extravaganza. Peace out.